0: host, Dr. Justine Lee, and I'm an emergency critical care veterinary specialist and toxicologist. Thanks for joining us. Today, we're going to be talking about whether or not cats can get colds. We'll be right back after these messages. DGP is an all-natural formula proven to help aging pets with joint and mobility problems. It goes to work quickly, providing vital nutrients to the joints while reversing the effects of age. Some people see results in as little as seven days. Don't let your dog struggle another day. Call 800-521-0543 or visit dgpforpets.com and enter code ERVET. E-R-V-E-T for 25% off your first order and free shipping. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com Welcome back to ERVet on Pet Life Radio. Today, we're going to be talking about the upper respiratory infection in cats, or what a lot of cat owners often think is just a cold. Now, if you have a cat that's sneezing, or you have a cat that has drippy eyes or teary eyes, you definitely want to tune in, because something called an upper respiratory infection, or what we often abbreviate a URI, is actually really common. This is especially important if you just adopted a cat from a shelter or just purchased one for a breeder. And the main reason why you have to be aware of it is because during periods of stress, cats or kittens will often show signs of a URI. So we're going to talk about what signs we'll see. We're going to talk about what causes it. I'm also going to talk about how contagious it is. And last, we'll talk about treatment, whether or not you need to go to your ER vet or your general veterinarian for treatment. Now, first of all, a URI or upper respiratory infection is the equivalent of a human cold. It's a viral infection, not a bacterial infection. This is one of the reasons why when you have a cold, you typically don't go to your medical doctor because you know your sneezing, fever, runny eyes will go away in a few days. In fact, Medical doctors don't even recommend antibiotics because, again, most of the time these are viral infections that don't respond to antibiotics. Antibiotics are really only used for bacterial infections. Now, in cats, URIs are often due to viral infections, but sometimes they can also be due to bacteria or a result of secondary bacterial infections. And I'll give some clues on whether or not your cat actually needs an antibiotic. Now, I usually will see a URI more commonly in the ER vet during the spring and summer. And that's because that's when more kittens are being born or more cats are actually presenting to the shelter. Another reason why you should spay and neuter your cat because one cat can result in dozens of unwanted or unhomed kittens. Now, the causes of feline upper respiratory infections include common viral infections like Khaleesi virus or even herpes virus. Don't worry, it's not contagious to you, but this herpes virus is super contagious to other cats. This is one of the reasons why if you just adopted a cat or you're fostering a cat, you always want to separate them from your own cat or kittens for at least a few days because I'm always worried that that new kitten or that foster cat's going to spread something to your cat. And herpes is never a gift that you want to re-gift. A couple of types of bacterial infections that can cause a URI include chlamydia or even bordetella or mycoplasma. Now, again, these are rarely contagious to humans, so don't worry about it. But it's much more common and so easy to spread to a cat. Unfortunately, URIs are extremely infectious and we're going to see them more in unsanitary conditions. In other words, when there's ineffective disinfectants being used in crowded conditions like in hoarding situations, catteries, or even shelters, in high stress situations like being an outdoor cat, or in cats that are immunosuppressed for some reason. When are cats immunosuppressed? Well, if they have diseases like phyla leukemia or feline immunodeficiency virus, what we call FIV, very similar to HIV in humans. Now, when cats catch your eyes, don't worry, it's not sexually transmitted, but it's very contagious through bodily fluids. What does that mean? That means if your cat or your kitten sneezes, That discharge from the eyes or the nose can be aerosolized by sneezing and actually expose your other cats directly to the virus or the bacteria. As a result, if you just adopted a kitten, you may all of a sudden notice that your middle-aged cat starts sneezing too. And that's probably because they've caught a URI also. That's how contagious it is. So what cat should I worry about getting a URI? Well, again, it's usually immunosuppressed cats that have feline leukemia or FIV, rare cats that have feline infectious peritonitis, which is abbreviated FIP, which unfortunately is from a deadly coronavirus, really young kittens that are immunosuppressed. They may not be well vaccinated. They have a really immature immune system, so they can't protect their body quite as well. And lastly, cats that are exposed to a lot of other cats, again, outdoor feral cats or cats in shelter situations, these are cats that are more likely to catch upper respiratory infection. So what are the signs of a URI? Well, most of the time, signs of a URI are limited to the eyes and nose and the respiratory tract. So in terms of the eyes, you may notice that your cat has runny eyes or they have green discharge from their eyes. They may have pink eye or conjunctivitis. They can have ocular pain and show that by squinting. And in severe cases, it can actually result in severe ulcers to the surface of the eye, which is the cornea. Untreated, this can result in permanent blindness in a kitten or a cat. So if you notice your cat showing any signs of squinting or pus from the eyes, please get to a veterinarian immediately, even if it's in the middle of the night to see your ER vet, because we wanna make sure your cat doesn't go blind from this rare complication. The next organs that we can see affected are the respiratory tract. And this is usually signs of sneezing or green or clear discharge from the nose. Sometimes cats will have difficulty breathing. A few other signs that your cat has a cold include not eating or being completely anorexic. Why is this important? Remember, if cats can't smell their food, they're less likely to want to eat it. And I'll talk about this more when we treat cats with a URI, but it's also important to know that cats can only go about three to five days without eating before they can potentially go into liver failure, something called hepatic lipidosis. Other signs of a cold or URI include being really lethargic, not moving around, feeling warm to the touch or having a fever, having louder breathing. Your cat may actually open his mouth to breathe, which can be really dangerous. I always recommend seeing an ER vet if you notice that. Having an increased respiratory rate. Some cats will actually get ulcers on their tongue or in their mouth from an upper respiratory infection. So they may show signs of drooling or having difficulty chewing food, especially dry food. Very rarely, we can see signs of inflammation of the skin. So they may have irritation or pinkness or redness around the nose. Very rarely, it can result in dehydration or weight loss, but that's relatively rare. So make sure your cat doesn't have any of these signs of a cold or an upper respiratory infection. We'll continue with this really important topic right after these messages from our sponsors. As a veterinarian, I know that whenever my dog goes swimming, he's going to get an ear infection. Well, did you know that one of the top causes for veterinary visits are ear infections? Help prevent them in your pet with a natural product from Pets Are Kids 2. Their premium pet ear cleaner just requires a few drops once a week to help your furry kid. Better yet, a portion of your purchase helps save pets with cancer. Pets Are Kids 2 is trying to save 100 pets by 2020. Snap a picture of the bottle with your pet, email it to them, and you'll even see a picture of the pet that you're helping save from your sale. Check them out at petsarkids 2com and enter code PET15 for 15% off. So far, we've been talking about what to do if your cat has a cold. What is it caused by? Again, mostly viral infections and sometimes bacterial infections. We talked about what signs to look for. Now what I was going to talk about is how to prevent and treat it. Now, if your cat or kitten is sneezing but eating and drinking and acting fine, honestly, there's no reason to visit a vet. However, if the signs become more severe, in other words, your cat isn't eating, or your cat is squinting or holding their eyes shut, if your cat's drooling a lot, if your cat has green discharge from his eyes and nose, that's when I want you to get to a veterinarian. You may ask, what is my veterinarian going to do to treat a cold? Well, first of all, It's really important that we test your cat to make sure your cat isn't having any complications of a URI. This may include a couple of diagnostic tests. So what tests are we going to do? I oftentimes will do a corneal stain, and that means I am using a non-painful dye and putting a drop in your cat's eyes just to make sure there's no ulcers on the surface of the cornea or the surface of the eye. If I do notice any ulcers, we're going to make sure to treat that with a topical ophthalmic antibiotic ointment. And keep in mind, you can't just reach for any old ointment in your drawer that you used on an old cat. That's because if there's steroids, something like cortisol, hydrocortisone, dexamethasone, that will actually make your cat's eyes worse. So you never want to reach for an eye medication without talking to your veterinarian first. If I do see an ulcer on the eye, then oftentimes I will prescribe a topical medication called urethromycin. This is a topical antibiotic for your cat's eyes. And again, we do not use steroids when your cat has this. Sometimes I'll use a drug called atropine, which is a topical ointment also. And this is to help dilate the pupil. So you'll notice that your cat's pupils are a little more dilated, you'll see more black in their eye. But this is helpful to alleviate some of the pain from having a corneal ulcer. Now, I will say I don't typically do any blood work to specifically test your cat for URI. And the main reason why is there's no cheap or readily available blood test for it. There are some serologic tests which will look for antibodies to certain URI viruses, but they're super expensive. And honestly, I don't usually get the result back for one to two weeks. So most of the time, I'm not actually doing blood work for an upper respiratory infection. However, there are a couple of other tests that your veterinarian or a veterinary specialist may consider doing. And this may be fancy tests called immunofluorescent assay that veterinary ophthalmologists will sometimes do if your cat has chronic eye disease. But again, Most of the time, you don't need to do expensive blood work for an upper respiratory infection in a cat. So how do we truly diagnose a URI? To be quite honest, the diagnosis of a cold in a cat is really based on physical examination findings and the history that you provide to me. That's why as a vet, I always ask certain questions. I want to know if there's any stress going on in your cat's life. Did they recently move? Were they exposed to new cats? Did you recently adopt or foster a cat? All this is a really important part of history. If based on my physical exam and the history that you tell me, that's going to make me more suspicious of upper respiratory infections. Now, I will say if your cat is more sick, in other words, they're dehydrated, they have pale gums, they're breathing really hard to the point where I'm worried they have pneumonia, I may actually do a few other blood tests. But some of the tests I may rarely do include a complete blood count and a chemistry panel. And that's just to make sure your cat's not dehydrated to make sure their kidney and liver function is normal, and to make sure that their protein level is normal. Sometimes I'll do viral tests too, like feline leukemia and FIV also. So let's focus on the most important part. How do we treat colds in cats? Well, as a veterinarian, there are a couple of things that I want you to do at home if you notice that your cat has a bad upper respiratory infection. And it's really what we call symptomatic supportive care. There's no cure for URI. It's really a lot of TLC and nursing care. So things like keeping that discharge wiped away from your cat's eyes and nose. Just use human baby butt wipes in order to do that or a damp terry cloth to gently blot this away. Just do it once or twice a day. Another thing that can be really helpful is to make sure that the nostrils are open for air exchange. In other words, I don't want there to be crusts of pus blocking the nostrils. So again, make sure to keep your cat or your kitten's eyes and nose free of discharge. The second important thing is quarantine. Again, if you just adopted a cat or you're fostering some new kittens, it's really important that you keep your cats indoors and away from other cats for ideally five to seven days. And this is because URIs are so infectious. I don't want your other cats getting it. The next important thing is spoiling your cat with tasty food. If your cat doesn't normally eat canned food, now is a chance to try to get them to eat some canned food. Remember, cats really only want to eat when they can smell the food. So microwaving the food for a few seconds, again, making sure it's not too hot to the touch, can actually make that canned food smell even better or grosser. But that's going to encourage your cat to eat it. Splurge on a couple of different types of canned food to encourage your cat to eat. You don't have to buy expensive brands. Even Gerber meat based baby food or canned tuna in water can really tempt your cat. Once your cat is eating well, obviously wean him back onto his normal food, but you do want to spoil your cat with tasty food when they have a cold. The next important aspect is humidification. If you have a humidifier, That will help provide moist air to help your cat breathe better. So if you are taking a hot shower, I actually recommend bringing your cat into the bathroom with you while you take that hot shower because that hot, moist steam will help your cat. Obviously, don't bring the cat into the shower with you. We want to increase humidification to allow the nasal passages to stay moist. If your cat likes to sleep in one room, make sure to run a humidifier in that room where your cat spends the majority of their time. Now, sometimes I do want to see cats in the ER or at your family veterinarian. And the main reason why is because I want to make sure they don't need fluids or antibiotics or eye medication. Like I mentioned before, very rarely URIs can result in permanent corneal scarring or blindness in your cat. So if you notice excessive squinting, you want to get to a vet right away. If there are corneal ulcers or pink eye conjunctivitis present, we're going to use those topical antibiotic ointments to help treat that. In severe cases, there's actually antiviral ointments that we can use too, although these are a bit more expensive. Again, never use an eye medication or eye drop on your cat without consulting a vet first, because if it's the wrong type of antibiotic, some cats can have a severe anaphylactic allergic reaction, or if those drops or eye medications contain steroids, it will make the corneal ulcers worse. Now, if I see a cat that comes in with a cold and it's got really severe ulcers in the mouth, or it's got green pus color discharge from the eyes or nose, I will oftentimes start a mild antibiotic there's pros and cons of using antibiotics. Again, most URIs are viral in origin, so they don't normally need an antibiotic unless is a secondary bacterial infection. Remember, sometimes antibiotics can actually cause a cat to develop vomiting or diarrhea or not wanna eat. So I'll only use it in severe cases. Certain antibiotics include either an oral one called doxycycline. That needs to be given typically once a day for 10 days. If you can't pill your cat, it can actually be really stressful to your cat if you try to give medication. So you can talk to your veterinarian about a long-acting antibiotic that we give under the skin called Convenia. In that last seven to 10 days, so you don't actually have to pill your cat. If I do see your cat in the ER for a cold, sometimes I'll actually give fluids under the skin to help hydrate your cat, which oftentimes will make them feel better. Rarely, if ever, do I actually hospitalize a cat for an upper respiratory infection unless they have difficulty breathing and their open mouth breathing. In severely affected cats, the added stress of hospitalization can sometimes make that upper respiratory infection worse. But in severe cases, I'll hospitalize them for IV fluids, IV antibiotics, oxygen, humidification, and even a temporary feeding tube if necessary. Most importantly, how do we prevent upper respiratory infections? Well, the best way of doing it is, first of all, making sure that you prevent it from spreading to your cat through appropriate isolation. Again, if you just adopted a new kitten, you want to quarantine them to a bathroom for at least five to seven days so they have time to acclimatize and so you can make sure they don't spread any kind of infections to your cat's. The second important part of prevention is making sure your cats are up to date on their vaccines. Even if they're indoor apartment cats, these vaccines are really important because they will provide some protection against some of these common viruses that cause a URI. Keep in mind that there's two types of vaccines that are typically used. There's one that goes in the nose that's typically used for really young kittens, about 2 weeks of age, and the benefit of an intranasal vaccine that goes in the nose is it works really quickly and protects locally in the nose. The injectable vaccine is typically for older cats, and I usually start this around six to seven weeks of age. Keep in mind that your cat needs multiple boosters, one vaccine, every three to four weeks to mount a strong immune system. When in doubt, if your cat gets a cold or a URI, know that the prognosis is fair to good with supportive care. Again, contact your veterinarian or even your ER vet to see if your cat needs to come in but a lot of the signs of a URI can be treated at home. When in doubt, a veterinary exam is a must if you just purchased a cat or you just adopted one to make sure that they're healthy. But please make sure to implement appropriate quarantine and preventative medicine if possible to help prevent URIs to spreading to the rest of your feline family. Well, that brings us to the end of today's show. Find me at drjustinlee.com or on Facebook at Dr. Justine. If you have any pet questions, you can email me at drjustine at petliferadio.com. With that, we're out of time, and we want to thank Mark Winter, our producer, for making this show possible. See you at the next episode. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on petliferadio.com.